Welcome to the good, the bad, and the sequel with your hosts, Doug and Jamie. We are back, and this is the movie podcast where we're talking sequels, and we do it in two parts. The first, an interview with an actor or someone involved that made the film worth watching, and second, a discussion of the sequel, what they got right, what they got wrong, and how it could have been better. Last week, we had the great opportunity to interview Tiny Lister, who plays, you know him as Debo in the Friday franchise, Zeus going toe-to-toe in Hulk Hogan, and over 200 other movies. So you see him. He's really scary, and he'll take your bike. But before we dive into this week's sequel, I have to introduce you to my partner on the sequel-watching journey, Jamie Riccardi. Jamie, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Doug. How are you doing? I'm doing really good. And uh, I, we're on a pretty good hot streak, and it's not like we pick and choose. It's like the people that get back to us, those are the movies that we cover. I think we're, uh, we're on a little bit of a run right now. We are, and I'm glad because these are movies that I haven't seen in a long time, and it's nice to refresh uh, you know, some of my youth, uh, so what, re-watching them again. Yeah, it's going to change pretty quick <laughs> uh, for a little while. But uh, yeah, so obviously I mentioned we talked to Debo. So, you know, Tiny Lister, he's done a ton of stuff, but one sequel that really stood out that I loved and Jamie enjoyed, I don't know if in the rewatch 19 years <laughs> later, but so we watched Next Friday, Ice Cube movie. Uh, God. All right, so um, I did watch Friday first, and then I watched Next Friday. Um, I absolutely love the first Friday. Uh, Chris Tucker, to me, is obviously – anything he does is great. Um, You know, Next Friday um, was good. It was funny. It was enjoyable. Um, I think the first one is much better, uh, and we'll get into it. But, uh, you know, it was definitely enjoyable. I don't remember a lot of it, so uh, this was definitely – some of it was an eye-opener. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I love the way the movie started. It was almost like they were, it was, it seemed like it was Ice Cube and maybe the other writer, uh, DJ Pooh. Yeah, that, never heard of DJ Pooh, but uh, that was uh, interesting. Uh, well, it's also, and I don't know if it's a real thing or just for the movie, Cube Vision. Maybe said, that's the name of his production company. Is that his production company? I've never heard of it. That's fun. <laughs> <laughs> so they're sitting um, there getting high, there's smoke going in the air. I love when they're commenting on the director and the credits. So I pulled up the director because his name's Steve Carr. Yep. This guy, you ready for this? So he started off working with like big name rappers doing music videos. You know, Rapper's Delight, Redman, Keith Murray, Eric Sermon. Then he did Can I Get Up for Jay-Z, Hard Knock Life for Jay-Z. And then he does Next Friday, Dr. Doolittle 2. But his first ever job, which I don't know how he went from that to this realm. We're talking about the director, right? The director, yeah. Okay, okay. His first ever music video he did, Hall of Notes. How did they look at his resume? And they're like, all right, so you worked with Hall? Oh, and Oats. And then he just goes into this, you know, into the rap genre. He did Are We Done Yet? Uh, and no, then he so did, his first one was Hall and Oates. Hall and Oates, promising enough in 97. I didn't even know they were still making music in 97. Wow. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, so I had to look that up when I saw the director's name and they were like, man, Steve Carr. And then the smoke <laughs> blew away. And I'm like, I got to check them out. Yeah, you know, the, the, the beginning, beginning, without even seeing any of the movie, had a, uh, a Cheat and Chong feel to it. Yeah. You know, just like the commentary, just seeing smoke. Like you didn't see any actors. You just saw the smoke going and like the giggling in the background and the talking. So I'm like, all right, I can see where this, where this movie's going. Yeah. You know? And I like the way it started because there was a gap. I don't know. I feel like the first one came out in 95. Um, you know, I don't know, but it was a four-year gap, I think, in between oh, okay. movies. Because he said that Debo was going, to, was going to jail for four years. Oh, true. Okay. But he did escape. So I don't know how, out of those four years, I don't know how long he, he was in there for. Yeah. But they make it seem like it's pretty soon after the first one in reality, just the way they talk about things. But I love the flashback in the beginning. Yeah. So if somebody, for some reason, saw Next Friday without seeing Friday, they saw the Craig knocking out Debo scene. And right away, pretty much right away, after John Witherspoon, who plays the dad in the movie, is talking about, you know, know, that he went away like for four years. And then immediately Debo is breaking out of prison. 
Like within the first minute of the movie. Yeah, and not only that, he's he's still running in his uniform and he's shackled to the other guy, right? Isn't he shackled somehow? Yeah. Like so like no one no one sees this as bizarre. Like he's just running like in the middle of a town. <laughs> Maybe it was like Halloween or something. Maybe they can get away with it. But you know, I love John Witherspoon. Like I wish he was my dad because he's so great in these movies and like in the Wayne's brother show. I love when Craig's in the bathroom. I wrote it down. He said, Craig, let's get moving and get off your feet. Ain't no time to beat your meat. And then he goes outside and he's a dog catcher. That's his job. He, he looks around. He talks about everybody has nicer grass than he is. And then he just fell. <laughs> he lost his balance. Well, he's no, he slipped, I think, on the dog crap. Well, so, okay. So, he fell in the dog crap. Yeah, but he might have slipped on it and then fell in it. Like, oh. you know, he probably, he probably stepped in it, slipped on it, and then fell right on top of it. But, okay, so you mentioned two things I wanted to talk about. Okay. So, one, a dog catcher. Is there such a thing as a dog catcher? I mean, the only other place I've seen it was like Lady and the Tramp. Like, I've I've never seen a dog catcher ever. No, um, no. So I don't know if it was a real job. Like, are there that many loose dogs in town that they need someone to, you know, round them up? Maybe in Compton. <laughs> Maybe there's there's loose dog. And I love that it was a Chihuahua, right? Yes, it was a Chihuahua. They, their poops aren't that big. <laughs> the poop that he fell in was like a large fat man's poop. <laughs> So, yeah, I wrote that down. You know, I own a miniature pincher. It's kind of small dog. He makes little turds. That was a massive dump that dog did. Yeah, that was massive. But, but I think he slipped on it and then fell on it and then wore it the rest of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize it. But, you know, I mean, it, I think it's very fitting for him because my other question about him is he has a massive stomach issue. <laughs> I mean, the guy, the guy is in the bathroom, both movies. Taking dumps both movies multiple times. It's not like he's going there once. He's kind of, he, he goes so much that he carries his own spray around. <laughs> <laughs> when he has the one in the car and Craig's like begging him to, he goes, man, what's wrong with this window? He's like, oh, t- remind me to fix the window. Just spray it. And he's like spraying his in, in like they're like hot box in it. And, and and when you okay, and you know we've all have sprays in the bathroom. Do you spray the way he does? He like sprays the whole room. Like he's like he's like spray like it's like spray paint. He's like spray painting the whole room. The guy's nuts. Like, but he has a stomach issue. He, I mean, without a doubt, that he's he should get that checked. You know, it'd be great to see the behind the scenes on that. Like when they film that scene, so I'm sure in the script it's like spray aerosol air freshener and he brought just just the, just the, like the comedy because he's a he's a comedian too but yeah yeah one more about his bathroom habits sure i don't know which number it was that when he went i mean obviously it was number two but i mean which time he went to the bathroom the, the plops that you heard did you hear like the, the, the plopping every single time he's talking to him craig's holding his nose and every five seconds you hear another you know going into water <laughs> so that's pretty funny <laughs> yeah no no he needs to he needs to get it get checked out. <laughs> so then we, he's obviously he's going to his uncle Elroy's house uh, with his cousin Day Day, so he can get away because his dad scared Debo. Now, do they already know Debo's out, or they're just no? Um, they know, I think. See, that's why I think he would might have might have been four years later because they knew he was coming out in four years. Then why the hell did he break out? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe to do it like the week before. <laughs> He's like, you know what? I've been in here for four years. I only want to be here three years and 51 weeks. You know what? That I, I didn't think about that. So they, because they, they didn't make any mention that, that he's out. So they, I don't think they knew yeah. until they the car, you almost ran him over. Right. <laughs> that was in the beginning. So yeah, you know what? That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah. That was kind of weird. So anyway, yeah. so, they, oh yeah. So I, I totally skipped over that. So then they saw, they broke out, they stole a bike. And then they're riding the bike, and then they see, first of all, Debo, who's awesome. He was so cool to talk to. He makes the little guy run. He makes Tyrone run while he uses the bike. And again, like you said, they're chained up together, so he has to catch up. So he's like, carry him like a dog on a leash. Yeah, I, you know, he's, he's a big thug and everything else. He, he doesn't know how to steal a car. Like, what is it with him and bikes? I mean, the whole movie in the first one, he's riding his, and it's not even like a big bike. They're small bikes. <laughs> I, mean, I guess any bike with him is going to be a small bike anyway. But like, what is it with him with bikes? He's I, just but, like, like but, but give him props because he took a bike that doesn't squeak. He, he did. But he also like, didn't own, like, wasn't it owned by a little kid that he like, he punched and knocked him down? He <laughs> kind of looked like a little, I, I couldn't tell. <laughs> You're like a teenager. He was like a heavy set kid near the train. <laughs> But yeah, so then they stand in front of the car. He's like, Craig, get out of the car. And then John Witherspoon, you know, he just runs him over pretty much. And then, yeah. then that's where the chain breaks off. Yep. 
from that. So, okay. So then we go to, we, we see uncle Alroy and we meet Mike Epps, who's the cousin day day. And he's pretty funny in this movie. I love Chris Tucker. Can't take it away. He was great as Smokey, but it was cool to see somebody else in that other role. No, it was, and he was funny. I mean, uh, you know, he he was such a wimp. You know, in the yeah. whole movie, he was he was funny. I mean, they had some good characters. I mean, I lo- I absolutely love the Spanish guy. I mean, oh, yeah. to me, he to me he makes the movie. Like, I oh, think okay. this is lines. You know, we'll get there. Uh, but yes, uh, Epps did a good job. You know, for what it was, it was funny. The uncle, I had a hard time understanding him. I have to be I honest. Know. I don't know if that's how he really talks or that's just the voice he decided to give to the role. I don't know, but you know, he was kind of weird. Yeah. I watched it on closed captioning. <laughs> I watch most stuff on that now. It makes it so much easier because there's some things that you can barely hear that I wrote down that you, maybe you didn't catch because honestly I couldn't even hear it. Right. But for some reason it picks up. I don't know why these movies have put these little jokes in that only people that it's, it's kind of weird, but so how ugly is that house? extremely was it purple was it purple shutters or something or it was like, like 50 shades of purple it looked yeah. like the joker owned that house foreclosed on it and then uh, then he said they paid two hundred and thirty thousand for it I, i'm guessing that's a nice neighborhood and i know it's the year 2000 but god yeah, that's, that's cheap well and, and i mean all the other houses on the block look really nice and they look like real like houses yeah. What builder decided to put a purple house next to all these other houses that look really nice? You ready for this flashback? It was probably Jackie Mason in Caddyshack too. He was like, you know what? I want to have like my suit. I want to have like my suit. <laughs> well, wait a second. You, you, uh, you, that was your Jackie Mason? Yeah. Oh, you, you know, I got to tell you, you are improving each week. I mean, that, that is awesome. That's it's amazing. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> so then you mentioned Joker and Baby Joker and Little Joker, and Joker is the, the small one. Baby Joker is the fat one. Little Joker is really strong muscle. I was kind of confused of who because they you know they don't really tell you, like, they're all the same like the names. I, I couldn't figure out who is Joker or what, um, but he's obviously the leader, yeah. the smallest guy. If he's not a stereotypical, like first of all. This movie does so many stereotypical things, you know, oh, yeah. on every every stereotype. I mean, from Asians to Spanish to Indian to black. I mean, it was they hit every turn. And Joker, I just first of all, the hat alone. I know he, he, he it was it was pulled over his eyes, so he couldn't even see. You know, but his lines were hysterical. I, and I he will be again. Tiny told me last week they will be in Last Friday. They are coming back. Yeah. yeah. I think everybody, I think literally they're taking everyone from all the movies and bringing them back. And you mentioned stereotypes. The Asian leader, uh, lady, the Asian neighbor. Like I just bought a house in the neighborhood. I want a neighbor like that. She was she, so cool. She was amazing. She was absolutely, I mean, the, the way she talked, I mean, I think she's throwing in the extra Asian, like yeah. uh, Asianese. To her, to her language, but she was amazing. She was yeah. so funny. For a small little scene, she was great. I love when she was like, give me some skin, Craig. <laughs> and then she ignores uh, Epps. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So here's one of the ones that I, that I maybe picked up. I don't know if you heard it. So when they go into the house and Day Day asks his dad, Dad, where's my work shirt? And he said, oh, the pink shirt? So we run out of toilet paper. Sorry. I told you not to leave anything in the bathroom. It was so low. I even rewound it, turned it up. You could barely hear it, even like a full blast. But yeah, it was like when he came in, he's like, dad, where's my shirt? And then Craig's just like looking around at photos. And then I'm like reading this on the bottom. I'm like, where's that coming from? Yeah. It's, I didn't hear that at all. So yeah, that's weird. And again, and he, he, he spoke, I don't like, was he speaking fast or he was speaking like some way it was hard to understand the uncle. It was, was very hard. Or like, again, this, I'm not going to add this to my repertoire. He's like, hey, I'm your uncle. <laughs> I don't know why he did that. but And how about his girlfriend? Well, was, that his, that, was he remarried or that was his girlfriend? No, I think. It, I don't know. He, they didn't say that that's my wife. She reminded me of Jack Kay. Remember Jack Kay? Yeah, well, I think she's, she's not... Is no, she's not Jack. No, that's not Jack. But she had the same personality, like the same. She's been in a few things. I mean, I've definitely seen her before. She was on the Curb Your Enthusiasm when yes. he went the, to the, the hooker. Yeah. <laughs> the prostitute that got the dad high. <laughs> Wait, was she the one that was in the, the lane that they took? Yeah. The that's awesome. Yeah. All right. In the carpool lane. <laughs> no, she, I mean, listen, she was, she was a wackadoo as well. And, uh, but she was great. I mean, you know, like 
she's obviously in it for the money, but so, okay. So they won a million dollars. Is that what it was? A million dollars? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, 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 they're, they're acting like they're living the life of like a million dollars after buying a house and a BMW. How much money are you going to have left? No, I know. They even said it. Lawyer fees. Like there wasn't really much. Yeah. Okay. So like, why would they? Yeah. That made no sense. But you know okay. what? Here's one of the creepy things she said. She said, Ooh, you look even cuter than in your baby pictures. <laughs> Was that was that creepier that she said let's keep it in the family we could keep it in the family? Oh, so that, I, that was pretty creepy too. Right afterwards, <laughs> and then when she walked upstairs, she like licked her lips. And yeah. Like, well, I mean, you know, after I mean, we'll get to it later on when we see what they're what's involved in their room. I think you know the whole oh. creepy. Yeah. So I think you know it all fits. Yeah. <laughs> so then right after that, we meet Danny's like girlfriend, ex girlfriend who's pregnant. She's keying the crap out of his BMW, which he loves. Now, I wrote this down because I want to ask you, did you ever have any crazy girlfriends when you were younger? I did not. I did not. Did you? Uh, I had one that uh, she she scared me so much. This is like when I was 19. When One time she slept over after I knew she was kind of crazy. I don't know why. I don't know why I hung out with her again. And I really, when she went to the bathroom, I checked her purse because I thought there was going to be a knife in there. That's how crazy <laughs> she was. And one time she tried to run me over with her car. Is that wasn't close. It was very frowned upon. Well, 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 Go behind a tree. How long were you dating her for? Oh, like two weeks. Oh, okay. Then it wasn't okay. like, yeah. yeah. It wasn't anything like that, but right. it's no, even crazier. I yeah, can say we dated like for a long time. We like had like a messy breakup. It was just like, yeah. Well, I listen, there are definitely crazy chicks out there. There's crazy guys. So I don't want to, you know, you oh, know yeah. make it, you know, but um, this one is now, so he's not with her anymore. Right? No, because he had a restraining order. Okay. She was already pregnant. Like they were only dating. There was like two months they met. She's like six months pregnant. So he's got a restraining order, yet she's somehow in his space constantly. All right. Like, yeah. How does that work? Like, I mean. And he never calls the cops. No, he doesn't. He could just call the cops. I think he's scared of uh, Baby D. All right. So since you brought up Baby D. Oh, dude, she's so, great. Okay. So I looked her up on okay. IMDb. Do you know what her name is on IMDb? No. The Lady of Rage. No way. Look it up right now. The Lady of Rage. Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> what the That's hell her name. That? That's her name. On, so it takes like, <laughs> so first of all, I mean, if it's her role in the movie, but that's her name in real life. So her birth certificate says Lady of Rage. <laughs> she was like a recurring cat. She was on a lot of Steve Harvey episodes. She was. And then she disappeared. Lady of Rage. Jesus. But she was awesome. Oh, she was great. She was great. And she was pretty fast. I mean, she always caught Epps uh, a few times. So it's <laughs> oh, The way he describes her, man, you don't know Baby D like that. She knows the snacks before they even hit the market. She knows that because this movie was in 2000. She's like, I, she knows the 2000 snacks before even they come out. And he says like a bunch of them. It's like they just did like a... I was just like, okay, just spit a bunch of them out. And he was kind yeah. of improv a bunch of them. But yeah. Well, he, he did try to tempt her with a cookie later on. Dude, yeah. He gave her a, a, a PC, a pocket cookie. <laughs> and said, don't, don't they remind you of the ones in prison? And she was eating it. Yeah. Well, why would what? A stranger giving you a cookie. Well, it's not really a stranger. She knows who he is. She's, he, she's gone after him before. But he could have poisoned it and then he could have. Oh, he could have. Yeah, but she, she's uh, the lady of rage. I don't think she's really scared of uh, poison. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> um so you know so we i think we skipped over this but like so he lives in the town of rancho cucamonga is that a real Cucum place cucamonga uh yeah that is yeah that's where the guys from workaholics live in the show okay but i think the show but that's a real place yeah, i think so i don't know well it's, it just sounds so ridiculous i mean i've never heard of it but i just thought it was like a, a ridiculous sounding name no it's real oh all right there you go yeah, and uh, since we're talking about that, we can skip around. It doesn't matter because I think it's right around now. But uh, Michael Rappaport's cameo. Yes, yes, he is. Uh, I'm not a big fan of his. Oh, okay. Well, I think we and Michael Rappaport, if you're listening, you know, <laughs> no offense, but I, I, I put him on the same level as Giovanni Ribisi. You know, they both play the same kind of role in everything they do. Yeah. You know, although I think in this role it was a little different than what he normally plays. He just played like a really white guy. Like, you know, he was a what? Delivery guy? Like, he delivered the letter? No, that's, you know, it's funny. I've seen that movie a million times. I've seen this movie so much. And I always thought he was just a mailman. Yeah. He was a server. 
that's why he was like talking to him like that. And he was like, here's some papers. You guys owe 3,900 in tax. Oh, I thought he was the, the mailman. That's <laughs> what I thought too. But just the way he turned, he was like, oh, I got you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you, some kind of football player? And he's like, I don't want no problems, partner. Just very white. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah no. Yeah, that was tough. He's like, yeah, I play for the Rancho Cucamonga Cracker Killers. That's what Ice Cube <laughs> said back to him. <laughs> so, yeah, so we find out one of the plot lines in the movie is Craig's uncle. They have to pay 3900 bucks, or the house can be auctioned off. And Craig goes to try to tell his uncle. And now let's talk about the creepy sex dungeon, oh. which he calls – Mr. Nasty Time. Well, was this this is before? Oh, this is after they got high together. Yeah, they got high, and he basically. I thought he was dying. Well, yeah, well, that's what I thought he did. Right. So, but so yeah. See, he almost passed out. Yeah. Like, oh, he did. He did kind of pass out, but then he was still alive. But then Ice Cube almost passed out. Yeah, they all they all passed out. They all passed out. Okay. <laughs> but then at the end, she passed out in his lap. Oh yeah, and he's like, "You got your hand in my cookie jar." <laughs> But yeah, the dungeon when he goes up there oh. and the and videos of her dressed in like red leather playing uh, like an old like pull down screen from like in school, and then he unplugs it, it snaps up, and there's just a wall full of dildos. Oh, that, yeah, that was uh, that was weird. I mean, uh, there's also a gift mo- moment later on. Yes, That's, you know, but this, so this is a, that was the first time he went to the dungeon, right? Yeah, because they were sleeping on the waterbed. And then they both molest them while uh, when he falls. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know it's crazy time wise. So they went upstairs because he's like, "Let's have Mister Nasty time." And she was like, "Don't worry, we'll be down in a minute." <laughs> so he is really high. He sees, which we didn't really mention her, but Joker's oh. sister yep. that he was into. She like was in the room, like he was having like a fantasy, a daydream. She's dancing for him and. Doorbell rings. That's when Michael Rapport comes. And then he goes upstairs right away. What was it, five minutes? She was in the other, the not Jack A, is upstairs with uh, Uncle Elroy. They're passed out from already having sex. They were able to plug in the projector, all of that. And she changed the doll leather. Yep. In, in five minutes, six minutes. Well, when, you, when you're good at it, you know. <laughs> you know is, that really, is that good? That's, I. Well, it's creepy. I don't know if it's good, but uh, well, she did say it's only going to take one minute. So they, they're obviously used to that. Yeah. I mean, that that whole room was was uh, Fifty Shades of Grey to the tenth level. You know, yes. I mean, uh, yeah. I mean, I mean, since we're around the room, I mean, the second time he goes in there, the uncle's gag ball gagged, <laughs> um, you know, game style, you know, um, and then Jackie's uh, Jack, not Jack A, is tied or handcuffed to the wall, facing the other way. <laughs> I mean, like, and he's the uncle's holding a whip. <laughs> that he ends up hitting his uh, son with. How gross is that? Uh, that is really gross because it's probably has a lot of fluid on it. Well, you, you know, uh, you know what? We when we skipped totally skipped over this. But remember when he shows Ice Cube? I know. Yes. And then he shows him, I guess, the used condom. Yeah. And then he taps Ice Cube on his chest, and he leaves like a wet mark. <laughs> Ice Cube's trying to get off. What's he? <laughs> What's even creepier is he turns the condom upside down that he pulls out of the jacuzzi. Oh. <laughs> it drips out. He shakes it a little bit, puts it in his pocket. Is he saving that? He is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, the uncle's really weird. I mean, not for nothing. The both brothers. I mean, between the the, the, the crapping all the time and then the you know the sexaholics, um, they're definitely a, a weird uh, family. That'd have been a hell of a prequel. Them as kids. <laughs> That'd be awesome. <laughs> or as teenagers. Do you remember why he didn't have the pool filled? Um, I, I do remember. They didn't have no... He, he just says, because like, Ice Cube's like, man, you got a, oh, a nice pool. He's like, you ain't no pools in the ghetto. So that's why, because we can't swim. <laughs> and there was just like lawn chairs thrown. I was going to say there's lawn chairs Crash. in there. <laughs> it didn't look like a nice pool. Oh, yeah, but the hot tub he was yeah. able to use. And Craig's response, because he was so creeped out, he was like, oh, yeah, I can't swim. He's like, good, I don't have to worry about – what did he say? I have to worry about your juices or something creepy. <laughs> well, he, he said you could use the hot tub, I guess. Yeah. And he said you'd bring a girl back. Yeah, he goes, yeah, something like that. He goes, yeah, yeah. I'm going to have to clean up after you or something. Oh. <laughs> All right, so the next thing I had that it looks like we didn't talk about yet was Day Day Goes to Work. 
at Pinky's record store. He has his, he calls his white slave uh, Roach. And Craig doesn't go right away because Craig's getting high. Then he ends up walking there and we're introduced after they get high together, everyone. You know that kid, you know who Roach is? No. He's not a big actor. He was in one very controversial oh, kid. film. He was kids. in kids, right? He played Casper. He died. In real life? Yeah, because I remember hearing it like after next Friday. I feel like he overdosed or something. I'm, listen, I'm sure he, he, was, he played a druggie in that movie. And, and you know, it was all about skateboarding. So and they must have needed someone that had skateboard skills because he was skateboarding in the, yeah. in the store. And he fell. I don't know if he was yeah. really that good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, <laughs> no, so then Craig goes there. He tells Day Day about the $3,900. Yep. He looks in his – this is how – this is funny if somebody watches it now – like a young kid, they're like, what's a checkbook? Because he looks in his checkbook, he's like, I got like $247. Nobody today has a checkbook. Oh, I mean, wow. and I deal with like new grads all the time. They all do everything online. So yeah. Oh, yeah. And the fact that his checkbook is sitting on top of the shelf though. Like it wasn't even in a pocket. Like he just goes in the back room and has it there. But yeah. And this is where we meet Pinky, I guess. Oh, now, when he walks out, you don't see his face. I go to my son because he watched it with me. And I go, is that Snoop Dogg? Because he sounded like Snoop Dogg when he got out of the – that would have been amazing. If that was – he could because Snoop Dogg could have played that role, you know. But that part – this part was great. This part oh, dude, was – Pinky, the guy, I reached out to him, and he was, like, in the middle of filming something. But, oh, dude. Was he in anything else? Like, what was he um, – If you look him up, he's in a bunch of stuff. Uh, but, no. You know who he kind of reminds you of? Like, an Eddie Murphy character. Like the 80s, like that could have been Eddie Murphy, like like sex, sexual chocolate, or like in uh, yeah. what movie? Um, oh, the Come to America. He could have been one of those characters in Come to America. Yeah, definitely. So I love him. I love when he has Craig because Craig's looking for the bathroom, puts the gun to his head. And I love what, the best part about him, and this is like one of the lines that me and like my buddies would quote after we saw this movie when he would just say, "Say what?" Like, ah, ah. He was like, so angry. He was asking them questions. Craig answered, and he'd be pissed off that he answered it. That was, that was a very funny scene. It, and, and it might have done it about 10 times. Yeah. He asked him a question constantly, and he kept getting mad for answering. That was a great – He would start stomping the ground, waving <laughs> the gun. <laughs> and I love that. So they're all really stoned. They got really high. Craig brought a joint with them. So Day-Day and Roach are in the back. During this, they keep cutting back and forth. Do you remember some of the stories he was telling? And maybe this is, this is perfect. Because you mentioned how Willie has bathroom problems, right? Yep. So when Craig was a kid, he's telling stories. Oh, yeah, about Craig in the bathroom. The first was Craig, man, he used to poop in church. Yeah. And the other one was like, he was pooping in the pool one time. I was <laughs> swimming. I was swimming. And I thought it was a, a outrageous bar. And it hit me in the face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I thought of meatballs right away when I heard that. I'm like, oh, and then he kept saying, wow, he's still in the bathroom. Like, they kept going on. They thought he was in the bathroom the whole time as he's fighting Pinky. I love when he has the gun. So Craig fights him. He throws him against, like, the, the records. He drops his gun. He gets it. He has a point to him. Pinky says, don't shoot me. I got kids. I got girlfriends and a wife on the side. And a wife on the side. <laughs> now, he was so great, man. I love Pinky. That's such a great character. He was. And, uh, you know, and then when he realized everything and he kicked everybody out and he fired everybody, you know, he was acting all tough again. And then the minute they left, he goes, what do you, what do you say? He said something like, oh, they, he really scared me, but I held my own or something like that. Like, I forget what he said. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, he was so awesome. I hope he comes back. I feel like I might have asked Tiny if he was coming back. Because, man, he is such a good character. You know what? I think they will. I think because this is going to be like a reunion kind of movie. And I yeah. think they're going to bring up back. They'll bring back, well, Bernie Mac probably won't come back, right? Because he was in the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was the neighbor. Like yeah. the pastor or whatever. Like they're walking yeah. around. But he won't come back. He was the pastor that was sleeping with the yes. lady that was married to the midget. midget. Yeah. That was, ama- that was amazing also. That oh, was- <laughs> the midget's throwing all the clothes <laughs> But he's running around and <laughs> Um But you know, one line that I, I don't think we're there, almost there yet, but I, I wrote it down when, and it had to do with Debo. Um, when he, when he, they called the so, it's probably around the same time where they might have already called. Oh, when he was at the burrito stand? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So to call him, that he kept slapping his 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 the guy that Tyrone, yeah. Right. And after he slapped him one last time and he walked away, Tyrone goes, You keep slapping me, I'm gonna knock your I'm gonna slap you back and knock your eye straight. <laughs> I know that's tough because he really has an eye. Uh, but yeah. I was laughing. I couldn't believe you know he said that. So like, that part's really good too. And that happened. A little while back because they need to find out where Craig is. Yep. So they, they follow him. I don't know how they followed him. I guess they know what burger place he goes to maybe in town. He's like, 
Craig, you'll call, say Craig's in trouble. But when he comes out of the bathroom there from pooping, dude, whenever, first of all, the two women that chose to sit right next to the bathroom, that's kind of on them. But when they all look at it, look at it and make a face, and he's like, what, jealous? <laughs> uh, and then he's eating it. He hits the burrito. So he, he, find, he gets the call. So he's like, let me hop in. Debo and Tyrone let the dogs out. They hop in the back. And one of the, another line that my buddies and I would quote, and I don't know why, but he would, the, when he's singing about, I got hot sauce on my burrito, baby. And it's like, dude, you have stomach problems. Why are you eating hot See, sauce? And now, it's, and now it's all coming together. He probably eats a lot. Of, well, don't, doesn't he, or is it in the first movie, didn't he carry hot sauce around him, or is that a stereotype? No, he, no, no. Oh, no. he does. Okay. No, no, he, no, he carries it around. Yeah. So that's so, like his thing he loves. Yeah, so I mean, now you wonder why he's in the bathroom all the time, and yeah. no, so and he, yeah, no. As I say, the next the next part I have written down. That's why it was funny. There's a lot of poop in this movie because it's right after the pinky scene. Yep, John Witherspoon has to poop so bad because of that, and he shows up at the gas station, and here's one of the stereotypes you're talking about. Oh, uh, Sabu. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like that's honestly that's I mean I. You know, you saw the Chinese woman before, and I'm like, all right, I'm not thinking twice about it. You see the Spanish guy, I'm like, all right. And then when she when he says Sabu, and I was like, oh my god. And then, well, they even make fun of Indians later on. The the, the uh, Joker does. Where yeah. He goes, what do I have? You know. But yeah, when he called him Sabu, I, what do you say? I like your movies or something like that, or because <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't Sabu like wasn't he like an Annie or something? Or oh, I think so. But then he, I love when he goes. Hey, I don't want to. I just want to use your bathroom. I don't want to. I don't want to fly no magic carpet. And then when he goes, in, then when he busts into, he basically opens the door. I'm sure, there's another Indian guy that's in there. He goes, I don't want to buy a rug. I just want to use your bathroom. <laughs> and then he, when he grabs it, he has a hubcap. And then you have the guy that was in the first one that had yep. like, oh. the nerdy guy. The nerdy guy. Yeah. Yep, yep. The guy they rob his house, <laughs> but he doesn't even like know they rob him. No. Well, yeah, in the first one, he's like, just stay off my lawn. Yeah, because he had a nice lawn, so that's what he was worried about. Hey, Willie, <laughs> I would not go in there for about 35, 45 minutes. He's like, get the fuck out of my way. <laughs> yeah, the bathroom problems are... But you know what's crazy? So this movie's like an hour and a half long. We're an hour in, and we're at the third act. Yeah. The movie's like pretty much the last scene in the, about yep. an hour in. Yep, yep. So they figure out, Craig's like, you know what? Light bulb goes off. Here's how we get the money. We're going to rob Joker's house. Well, the, he he thinks I guess because you know he's from the the hood, he he knows something shady going on. Uh, Epps was not even thinking about it, and he's like, you know, there's definitely something because they see him carrying this urn or something, and they don't know what's in it. He's assuming it's money, right? Yeah. So, and now at this time, though, Roach is still with him. Yeah. So he's tagging along. So yeah, decided and and um, Epps wants nothing to do with it because he's scared. He, the whole movie, he's like he whines and cries the whole movie. The whole movie. But I guess they, they had to show you the extremes of living in the hood and not living in the hood. Like how like living in the burbs changes you. Because he's like, he wouldn't last two seconds in the hood. Even though when you first meet him, he's wearing that hat. I know. <laughs> so so when, we, when we go in, they show inside Joker's house. You got Joker, baby Joker, and little Joker. And it's funny, you reach out to a bunch of like actresses because we're doing these interviews that I'm going to start releasing on Mondays. Uh, coming up soon. But one, her name's Carmen Serrano. She actually plays girl number one in, in Joker's house. She's like, the it was like her first movie ever. And then she's been on other stuff. She was on Prison Break and Breaking Bad. So she's been in a lot of stuff. So yep. it's pretty funny to see her. And that was like, God, 20 years ago. And like you said it before, Joker, Joker's a great part of this movie. He really is. He, he, to me, he makes the movie, uh, this part. Like it, just he was just he was so typical of what a gang a Spanish gang member like the way he talked, but he had these he had these one liners constantly that were very funny. That, I, some that didn't go, so it's almost like so. Here I wrote some down. I don't like locked doors. Pass the wire. Pass the wire. <laughs> I don't want grilled cheese. Leroy, I'm bilingual. There's a difference. <laughs> so it seems like he was raped in prison. Like, we're not um, even joking. And he has a girl. He's holding a girl this whole time. Like, getting ready to go sleep with her. Well, he was also having her talk to her butt at one point. He was shaking her butt. You remember? Yes. Um, but, but I think he was because I think he, he, might, he might enjoy both teams. Because, one, he, I think he does something with the dog. They, oh, no, they made, they, well, the dog they, came on him. 
Right. So no, it's up in his leg. Right. And he, but he, but I think he does something because he mentioned something like, and he tried to bypass it. But then at the end, when they're like tying him up, he's like, she starts talking about like, you know, what we're going to do. He's cute. So I think, or maybe he just has, you know, some flashbacks and it just, you know, it kicks in. But I think he plays both teams. That banana hammock that he's wearing, I, I'm thinking about getting that maybe for uh, for for one special night. He's it's like a little it's like a little tuxedo, and he says, "I'm an Aztec warrior. I'm an Aztec warrior." Was, was he in anything? Because I think he was great. I mean, like I, I he looked familiar. I, he reminded me of some comedian. I can't remember his name, but I don't know if he was in anything. But he just looked familiar. Oh no! But no, like you said, his lines and they would just come out of nowhere. Yep. But again, like the one that I just met that I said, none of those things seem like they go with each other. And then he's like, Leroy, I'm by one going, you're like, yeah, something happened with him. Well, I wonder if a lot of it was improv. You know, um, I, I wonder if he had, he kept throwing at lines himself. I bet you. Oh, dude, he's in a lot. And he's actually in a show I just watched. Dude, I can't believe that's him. So Gabriel Iglesias, the comedian. Yeah, yeah. Fluffy. He has a show on Netflix. And he, I, man, it's so funny. As soon as I saw that, Hey, one of his te- he's a teacher, and one of his friends that are teachers is Joker. He's a lot of stuff, dude. When you look at his, hey, you're, gonna be, you're gonna be blown away. I, I then I can see that because again, he just the lines he says, and just the way he says it, Holmes. Like yeah. he, he says Holmes all the time. It's just very funny. So I think he, yeah. Uh, he was in his first movie, one of his first movies ever. Ernest goes to camp. Ah, yeah, I mean, you know what? Maybe I'll I'm have to, reach out to him? next round. Yeah, I think I'm gonna have to reach out to him. I, you know, what? I just re- remember this line right here. It goes, "Count my money or party with the bitches." Yeah, hundred and fifties or big ass titties. Count the green or get the in between. <laughs> and then he's like, "Let's party, Holmes." Dude, that's that's such a great line. He, I yeah. love that. Yeah, he was great. So then, Craig goes into the girls' room. And he like tries to play it off like, hey, I'm here for you. You know, I snuck in here to show you I'm not scared of your brothers. And then one of the brothers, little Joker, comes in. He and is, he runs and hides. Yeah, he <laughs> runs and hides. So then they have like a little kiss scene, which is kind of like short. And then he disappears. And then she's like, hit my pager up sometime. Which again, this movie, how old this movie is. Pagers are still a thing. So then uh, Day Day and Roach are like, hey, how are we going to get, how the hell are we going to get him out? So he goes, let's knock on the door. <laughs> hey, what's up? And they have the AK-47 pointed out. Yep. It's like, yeah, we just want to borrow some sugar. And then right away, they do the side shot. They get pulled right into the house. And, and then, like, you know, the going in, he, he goes, he said he knows a lot of pe- the black people have sugar in the house. So he knew that was a lie. <laughs> but, but I want to know how, the, at one point, he looked like they were going to let them go. Because, you know, he says, all right, if this all works out, we'll let you go. But how do you know money was missing? Because the money was still there. I know they didn't show him look. For, yeah, no, that made no sense. Because I thought what I was thinking was happening is the sister left, and I thought she took the money because yeah. the money, you know. So, um, but I, yeah, they didn't explain that, so I wasn't too sure. But I love how they they were kind of hitting on the girls right in front of him. He's like, "Hey, what's up, ladies? I'm Day Day. This is my white slave Roach." And he's like, he's like basically right in front. You come in here and hit on my girls. And he's like, "Man, I just wanted some sugar. I wanted to show my, I wanted to show my white slave Roach how to make Kool Aid." <laughs> <laughs> well how about when the sister comes down he's like listen play they had it like play it off like they're, they're all friends yeah <laughs> god that's so great so exactly what you just said before so you think that they're gonna save him right or they're gonna be like hey you're yeah. fine and then we don't know what happened then the girls leave he's like get the get these and they're all pissed off they're they're like stumbling out of the place they're like yelling back at him so then they said <laughs> Pretty much would seem like they were going to rape them. He said, now let's have a prison party. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, yo, grab my duct tape. Yeah. And he said, it's already out. Hey, you no, know, he goes, it's in my bedroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. And then Craig goes back to you know Uncle Elroy's house, and Willie's already there. And then I love that because he finally like notices he has shit on him. Because <laughs> you've been walking around with shit on your back all day. <laughs> So then they go over, they go to try to save them. Uh, <laughs> Willie and e- uh, Elroy take out baby and little Joker. So, so, so let's, let's break it down. So they, he goes back there and Willie, first of all, his, the, the brother, what's his name? The uncle, he, he has a gun, but he only has two bullets. Yeah. And, and so Willie goes, you know, when, when I was younger, I didn't just needed a stick. 
So he's walking around with like what two by four. Yeah. So he takes out the first big guy with a two by four. Yeah. Then the second guy comes out there, and he just tackles, just tackles him on the ground, right? Yeah. Is that and then just knocks him out from that way. Yep. Okay, and then he can't move anymore because he he, 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 he the, the, I guess the disc in his back slipped. So yeah. the rest, of, pretty much the rest of like the time, he's laying on his back all the time. So to me, though, Willie showed a lot in this part because he's the one that first of all took out the first guy. Now he's tying up the guy. He goes, I should tie. He, I think he told his brother, I should tie you up also, or something like that. Or yeah. Um, so those two took out those guys and then left. What baby Joker? No Joker. Joker, yeah. And then he was like, each time one guy didn't come yeah. back, he was like, hey, where's he going? As soon as they come back, I'm going to take care of you, Holmes. And then he goes outside and he says, what are you doing here, man? And, he, and Willie goes, not Willie, Elroy. Elroy is like, I live across the street. Wait, I'm old. This is my backyard. <laughs> oh, God. And then their fight is so funny. And I love how corny, like you said, his lines. So him and Craig, Craig's right behind him, punches him. Then they have like a little back and forth fight, which is pretty, it was pretty cool. But he goes, ding, ding, school's in, bitch. Yeah, you know, it, it was a good fight. But I mean, I, I feel like he struggled more with him than he did with Debo. Oh, I know. Like, you know, this I mean, it may be just scrappy. Um, but yeah, uh, they said they had a little fight and then he gets up and he gets the gun again. And, and we forgot, we almost forgot about Debo. He wakes up, he kicks open the... The, the out of the dog truck gets Tyrone out and then he then he yeah then he punches him he grabs the gun well, the, by the way did you notice Debo's theme music when he was in the with the dog catcher the theme music oh they did play it yes Good. they did they played it lightly but they were, it was there that's awesome but I love how like you see you see him there with the gun and all of a sudden out of the blue you see his eyes like um Craig's eyes light, like light up and then you see Debo rise from the ground like where was he because he, because he, he stood behind Joker, like, but he was underground. Like he, he rose, he stood up behind him. Like he rose, like, what was he doing? Like he, he just, he like, came up for the basement. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. I mean, it's like, it, like, it wasn't like he walked behind him. He was like rising up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he punches him and then he has the AK 47. He has a point. In it. And again, this is one thing that did disappoint me about the movie. And I did want Rocky too. I wanted them to fight again. And then the dog just comes out of nowhere, that dick dog that just chased everybody around the neighborhood, just bites well, his arm. Well, we, 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 hope, we, we forgot that whole scene that the dog oh, became, yeah. So, I mean, you know, the dog was a very vicious pit bull, right? Um, I mean, like really vicious. And all it took was a couple of uh, pot brownies, right? Were the brownies? First bologna. bologna well, bologna. Uh, but it was only like six slices. So yeah. I don't know what he was going with that. But then it was pot brownies, correct? Yeah. Okay. Isn't chocolate bad for dogs? I know. I thought, yeah. <laughs> they could have done it a different way, but yeah. no, yeah, no, that's true. Okay. So, but, so the dog fell asleep because it was high and all it took was pop brownies to make him a friendly dog. And now it's Casper's dog. Or Casper. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Roach. <laughs> Is that racist? <laughs> well, his name was Casper in the other movie. Oh, okay. Oh, you, you thought I was calling the dog Casper? No, I think you're calling the white guy Casper. So, like, that's kind of racist. No, but that was his name in the in other movie. Oh, it was okay. Yeah, and kids. <laughs> oh, okay, good. So the cops show up finally. I don't know who called the cops. Oh, but the the the, the 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 new mom or the aunt or the creepy lady. She said, "If you're not back in five minutes, yeah, I forgot about that." Right. So then Craig's smart. He jumps inside. He grabs the urn with the money. Walks out. And well, before well before well, as he's doing that, don't forget. The Willie and the uncle also. Did you pay your parking <laughs> tickets? He goes no. And what did he say to? What did? What did the, uh, He's like, you still got the illegal cable box. Yeah. <laughs> he goes, let's get out of here. <laughs> yeah, that was good. <laughs> and again, wait, this is was stupid. If he didn't pay his parking tickets, his car's still there. All he did was go in the house. <laughs> <laughs> so then he has all the money, and the 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 uncle's terrible with money. Yeah, because. Again, he's still paying this Asian lady to step on his back, just like what's happened on the TV, George, George Jefferson. <laughs> just happens to be playing at the same time. So there was no DVR. Was there DVR back then? Oh, there might have been TiVo, right? 2000? Um, maybe. Maybe. Or it could have been on VHS. It was probably VHS because the quality wasn't that good. So it was probably yeah. VHS. <laughs> he's like, yeah, George Jefferson had it right. And the, <laughs> and, the, and the old white guy stepping on George Jefferson's back. And then the aunt... When they're when they're leaving, he has man, was, subwoofer's kind of crazy. You know, I gotta go back to, I gotta go back to Compton. 
Or no, South Central. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. South Central, yeah. With, with it, and then she she wants to kiss him goodbye. Oh, yeah. Craig, you know, just give your aunt a kiss. Was that was that the, the scene? Yeah. And she basically, again, molested him again, pretty much. You know, she's uh, all over him, you know. Um, and then he had, to, like, he had to, like, wrestle his way out of there. I think that, again, Willie needs to go to a gas, a gas <laughs> doctor, a, butt, a proctologist. Yeah. And he needs to go, to, you know, uh, Elroy and his wife, new wife or whatever she is, he's doing some marriage counseling. They do. They, they only, to. they have that sex dungeon and that doesn't satisfy her. She needs to sleep with his nephew. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're a weird couple. So, I mean, uh, they all have issues, uh, but then it doesn't, um, Epps want to go to the hood with him. And he's like, no, like he said, yeah. Yeah. He, he made some kind of point. Like he would, he would definitely not survive there. All I know is baby D needs to be in last Friday because the last shot of the movie is Craig with the voiceover that I mentioned before. He's like, man, suburbs are crazy. So I I can't wait to get back to the hood. And then he gets in the car, they're driving away and she throws a brick to the back window. And that was it. That was the end of the movie. So I'm going to assume that she's going to be in it. I I, Cause she, again, she was a pretty big part. I'm, I'm trying to, it's it's not even posted yet. Right. Friday. I don't think it's up there yet. Last Friday. Yeah. No, I don't think it's, yeah. I don't think it's on their IMDb's yet, but said they're going to start filming next month now so that's awesome that's gonna yes be cool. so that's next friday so uh i know you said in the beginning that you liked it you liked the first one better but uh would you tell people to hey take time watch this movie yeah no it's totally i mean it was good it was you know it's definitely entertaining um it's funny you know you know you have to go into it knowing that it's a sequel and a lot of sequels don't hold up to the first one i i do think the first one is much funnier um, but this has its moments and this one has its characters and, and, uh, it's, it is still good. It is, it's, it's definitely worth the watch. I would say overall, the first one's a better movie. It, it is, it's really funny, but I like this movie because just the different funny characters, like Joker's funny. Willie's pretty funny. He has a bigger part in it. Uh, the Asian lady, there's just a lot of different funny, and even dude, Mike Epps, just how corny he is, man. They're twenties. They ain't twenties. They they tens. I keep them real nice. And, and they they say that joke twice, I think, in a movie. Yeah. Um, well, you know what it is though. I what I like about Friday is the original one. You know, it takes place in the hood. You know, it's, yeah. it's, it's like it's like a comedy boys boys in the hood. So when you when you have the next Friday, it's, it's not the hood anymore, but it's like you know, and he's the only one from the hood. So yeah. it's like, it doesn't play off the, all the other ones. So, you know, I like the first one better, but again, this is definitely entertaining. And, and the fact that they bring Debo back in a, in a, a role that I think is a perfect way to bring him back. Yeah. Like, it really, honestly, it's probably the only way you could have brought Debo back. Yeah. You know? And I think it's cool. That, like we talk about sequels a lot and cause obviously that's what we're doing. And a lot of things that, that ruin sequels is when the second movie is like, okay, let's just do the first movie and add a character. So, it is cool that they did something different or had the, you know, Ice Cube when he wrote it, had the boss to do something different. Like, hey, let's put it in the suburbs to introduce the cousin. Cause obviously they, you know, Chris Chris Tucker, they they wrote him off right in the beginning. Like, he, went to rehab. he went to rehab. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of sucks. I I get it why he wasn't in it. I'm well, sure it was it, his choice. At the end of the first one, he told Debo, or was it Debo? Or he told he told someone he's done. Oh no, he told uh, Worm. Or you're saying something that I'm done smoking. I'm going to rehab. Oh, okay. And then he smoked a joint. <laughs> so I mean, but it, it, they didn't mention it in the first movie that he was going to do that. Oh, okay. I just think is this is like rush hour, rush hour two. So he's probably oh. filming those. I'm sure. I mean, uh, you know, he, you know, um, but you know what? Like I said, you know, Epps did a great job. Joker did a great job. You know, it was, it was, it was good. It was very entertaining. Yeah. No, it it was really good. Again, now going back to what we like to do is like, what could make it better? And the only thing that I have, honestly, is just, I just wanted Craig and Debo to actually fight. Like to have more of a thing, like not have the dog be the hero. Yes, but the, but then it goes back to what you were saying before. It goes back to the same first movie. Like, and then what, what is Craig going to beat him up again? Like, you know, like, so I think, I think that, I don't know if that would have made a difference. Um, I don't know. I don't know if they could have done much more um, just because they had to make it a separate movie from the first one. Yeah. Um, you know, if you ask me, I, I almost like more of a uh, Joker. I think yeah. he, to me, like, you know, maybe a little bit more interaction because he really was only like in the beginning a little bit. And then at the end, like there was not much in the middle. Yeah. I think he was great. But yeah, I think, I think if they fought again, how would it end? How would, how would the fight end? You know, Rocky like, too. It could have been maybe, maybe Craig's about to, Debo's about to like pummel him. Willie. Willie with like a two by four, he punches him. 
Well, you know what could have happened? Maybe, maybe have Epps like do the final punch or something uh, okay. like that because he's been such a wimp the whole movie. Let him get that one punch in or something, you know. I didn't get. Yeah, or they could do like a Revenge of the Nerds, uh, Miami, and make Debo a good guy, like like Ogre <laughs> became a nerd. God, <laughs> who thought of that idea? <laughs> but Robert Carradine, if you're listening, I still am waiting for you to get back to me. Let, let's let's. He did get back to us once before, so it's not like it's the first time, right? He did. No, once before, yeah. Yeah. So okay. But no, hopefully. But yeah, so that's next Friday. You got to check it out. You can find it anywhere. It's- Next week, we have an interview with Richard Norton, who is really good friends with Chuck Norris. He's a martial artist who came over. I'm not going to spoil who he was bodyguards for, but some really, really big classic rock bands and uh, solo artists. So you're going to want to check him out. And the movie that we're covering with him, I don't think that people know it existed. It's Roadhouse 2. I, I don't know. I didn't even know it, was a, it existed until I stumbled across it. Yeah, I never, I, you know, I knew they were planning on making another one with Ronda, Ronda yeah. Rousey, but that never came in. And so like, I never knew there was a second one. So I'm, I'm excited to watch that one because this is going to be a first timer. Yeah, I no, I it. just watched a couple parts to see Richard Norton's parts when we talked, but one of the most interesting guy, now he's like a fight coordinator for like Mad Max. Uh, he did a couple Marvel movies. Right now, he's working on Suicide Squad 2. He worked on the first one. Part of the attraction of someone like Bob and I and myself when I went to the States was the fact that we're martial artists and, you know, we get into giving the bands workouts. You know, with James Taylor, I was with James Taylor and Linda Romstad for 14 years, toured with ABBA. And I basically daily, you know, I'd introduce them the idea, listen, if you're interested in a bit of stretching and a bit of conditioning while you're on the road, happy to do it. And a lot of them just jumped at that. Some didn't, but a lot did. Like with ABBA, I was training the girls just about every day we had a chance, whether in the room or on a beach or whatever, or poolside. I was even four o'clock in the morning teaching Mick Jagger karate punches. So yeah, I think you folks are really going to enjoy that interview. And hey, don't forget to review, rate, share our podcast, tell your friends. Go back. This is the first time you're stumbling across us. Go back. Listen to some great reviews. We reviewed Caddyshack 2, Son of the Mask, Paul Blart 2, all sequels. That's what we talk about. And the interviews have been great. You have William Sadler, who played Death and Bogus Journey. Uh, Tim Lawrence, who worked on Caddyshack 2 as the gopher, you know, the puppeteer for it. And dude, that guy worked on every 80s movie that you love. So Check it out. Follow us. Subscribe. Twitter, Instagram, both at sequels only. Good night. Good night.